0: Hannah and Shane Burkaw, along with her dog Chloe, share their life together with an enthusiastic audience on their YouTube channel called Squirby and Grubs, which has grown to over 850,000 subscribers and racked up 150 million views in just three years. In 2011, Shane created Laughing at My Nightmare, a very funny and very personal blog about his life and experiences as a young man living with spinal muscular atrophy, a disease which has kept him in a wheelchair since he was two. He is now the author of three books, including the aptly titled memoir, Laughing at My Nightmare. Today, Shane is the president and founder of You guessed it, Laughing at My Nightmare, Inc., a nonprofit organization dedicated to teaching children that all people deserve kindness and respect, regardless of their differences, and provides free medical equipment to people living with muscular dystrophy. Hannah Aylward met Shane a few years ago after seeing a YouTube documentary about him, and in September 2020, the couple got married. Hey, it's a YouTube love story. Welcome to our show.
1: Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. You basically tempered everything on So I think we're done. That's it. Thanks for being on the show, everyone. (laughs)
0: Thanks for listening,
1: everybody. (laughs) (laughs) No, but we're happy to be here. June 19th,
2: 2018, you upload your first video, or at least the first video, which appears on your YouTube channel now, and it's called Chain takes a bath in the hotel pool so please tell us what's going on in and around this time and what led
1: up to this monumental video upload
3: that's a nice title i forgot
1: that that was the first title Uh yeah it was a good one it really it set the stage for what people could expect a lot of bathing a lot of (laughs) nakedness Uh, yeah what were what were we doing we were Um, on a road trip
3: we were on a road trip that was That was the first video we ever uploaded, so that was our uh, YouTube debut (laughs) and we yeah we were on a trip and we made that video really just to share it with like our friends and family yeah like i remember we we were like look at this awesome video we made and like screened it for shane's parents and they were like oh like that's really nice <laughs> um and that was like really all it was and it's i think that's why we you know went with the really strange titles like we weren't really going for yeah strangers to see the video
1: <laughs> i had had a somewhat of a following from my blog that I had been writing and I had uh, a few books that had come out um, by then and So I had a little bit of an audience on like Instagram, I think I had what, like 10,000 followers maybe? Yeah. And um, I remember we put, I posted something that was like If we hit 60 subscribers or something like that on our YouTube channel We'll release this first video, yeah. and we were in a hotel on the road trip and like 3 minutes after posting that we had like 200 so obviously we're like oh no, like what the heck <laughs> uh, and yeah, in that first video there's a scene where we're at a hotel pool and we make jokes about how that's where I take my baths because it's the most accessible place in the hotel for me yeah? shower so yeah that also keeps all the riffraff away
2: i believe that was the purpose for that was yeah like yeah it keeps
1: the full of ourselves (laughs) if i let everyone know that i'm washing the dirt off my body i can feel the dirt coming
2: off
0: of my skin
1: (laughs) well and you you guys are not
0: afraid of posting somewhat clickbaity titles and thumbnails to get people (laughs) to click on those videos but it's also one of those things that once you click on them it's very satisfying to watch i don't feel like you've been cheated in any way
1: yeah i i appreciate that you say that not everyone holds that same opinion mm-hmm. uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah the, the clickbait or like the interesting titles that we came up with are always in attempt at humor and i don't i don't know if i always reach that but um you know we're not trying to trick people but like it's always some kind of a joke like we have one um, where the thumbnail is me at the end of like a, a steep boardwalk pier Going out into the, like the water And the title was something like You know, if this is the end, like Dubai or Something, something like, like to imply that I may die in the process <laughs> you know, Obviously, obviously We would not upload that video had I died in the process And to me, that's really funny Or
3: like uh, the one that's uh you on an airplane. I think the thumbnail is like us sitting on the airplane and you're like laying down and the title was disabled toddler chubbs wine on an airplane (laughs) because (laughs) he's just drinking wine uh and people think that he's a kid. So like they're always, you know, you think that they're like lying right up, but then people are like this isn't what the video is. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Is that something you guys collaborate on coming up with the
1: titles? Oh yeah, I think a,
3: it's more you. Well, but I love doing that kind of like I did not come up with a disabled toddler <laughs> chugs in line on an airplane.
1: No, but it is a conversation, so it usually begins with me being like Hannah. Here is this absurd title, and Hannah reels Here. it in a little bit, yeah. and uh, we settle in know, the middle. Yeah, happy
2: medium. <laughs> do you take pictures specifically for thumbnails? Uh, do you spend a lot of time dawning over like what thumbnail to choose?
3: Not really.
1: Usually we upload and then we're like, shit. We don't have a thumbnail. Yeah. Uh, like that. Even today, we're still like that. Um. So usually we grab it from somewhere in the video if we can. We've done a few where we're like, oh, that would be a great thumbnail. Yeah. And then where we, we
3: actually take the photo, yeah. or we'll just pick one from like a recent photo that we've taken that is uh, like similar to what the video is about.
1: We found. I mean, because all of our videos are. In a way, about our inter-abled relationship We found that photos of me looking very disabled And Hannah looking very not disabled yeah. draws people in And that's the whole point, is to show people that like, Even though our relationship looks really different at first glance It's not once you begin to watch what we make
0: what do you think is the biggest misconception people have about an interabled relationship?
1: <laughs> well, we should spend all day on that yeah, one. Seriously. That really nice.
3: Oh my God. There's so many. I'm trying to think of what the biggest one would be. I mean, I, I think like generally just that something is wrong, you know, like it, it can't be possible. Maybe. I think a lot of people think that we're lying Yeah. Uh, but... so that that's like where I go to is just people are like, this isn't true. You're lying. Um,
0: <laughs> what a weird thing to lie about.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, why? I
3: know. But I I guess people just think like there's no way that I would be dating or married to Shane. And so, you know, I think that's like just generally the biggest one.
1: Yeah. Like at the heart of it is the idea that a man with a physical disability could never be a worthwhile partner. And so, therefore, there must be something wrong with Hannah or we must be faking it or whatever. But, like, you know, that's a pretty damn jam idea out there that someone that uses a wheelchair is just not not going to be able to be a good husband, yeah and uh, hopefully we show people that that is wildly untrue. <laughs> and it does it. I mean people target us because of my wheelchair, yeah. and they come up and they say, like, "Hi, it's amazing that you're out here in public yeah and it, we were like, with your nurse, with my nurse, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: once and we were doing that like yoga mat thing we were trying to get Shane out over the sand which his chair can't drive on so we were there my mom was with us and she was filming and a a woman saw us all together and came up to my mom and said to her it's so kind of you to take him here today I bet he's having the best time and she was like oh that's my daughter's husband (laughs) You're just at the <laughs> beach. It's just very strange. Like You would never go up to someone and be like, it's really nice of you to bring that person here today. Uh, let's
2: rewind even further because uh, you did have a following uh, before the YouTube channel and you had the blog of 2011, 2012. Uh, talk to us a bit about that and, and how kind of the first wave of attention washed across Shane.
1: <laughs> oh, that makes it sound a lot nicer than it really was. Uh, 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 it was weird, I mean, I was really young um, I, I feel like I, I have to give that disclaimer Because when I look back at my blog, I cringe at some of the earliest like stories that I told I was kind of finding my voice and like in real time understanding how I felt About my disability and my place in the world, and it wasn't always a very positive uh, self-view um so I was just bored one summer day right after my freshman year of college. I knew I, I wanted to be a writer, but I had no idea how you know what that path might look like as a freshman in college. So I began writing stories anonymously. Um, or at least I didn't tell like my family and friends that I had this blog um about you know the Challenges that I faced and the you know the ways that my life was normal, um, even using a wheelchair, and it took off in a way that I never expected. And suddenly, I was like, oh, I guess I have to tell people. Um, because I have a hundred thousand followers or whatever it was, um, and my you know my family was super supportive. It was a little bit weird having my mom and dad like read my innermost thoughts about like sex and death and like all that fun stuff you you put it all out there too (laughs) i tried to that that was always my goal and again like looking back i i am glad that i was authentic but at the same time uh you know having a little bit more perspective uh would have been nice you know because i was 19 at the time and uh, i think we all agree that the ideas we have at 19 aren't necessarily the ones that we hold on to for the rest of our lives. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of that
0: uh, original blog must have been what you put into your first book, Laughing at My Nightmare. And to me, and I just finished reading that book, listening to it on Audible, and it's very well laid out telling your story from the beginning up until where you are or where you were at the time of writing of writing that book and i think it's just a good experience for anybody to read that to just have a better understanding of what your life is and bring that to your youtube uh, videos is it's really interesting yeah i mean it definitely
1: gives you a background of like my youth like growing up with a disability and um what that all entailed all that ridiculousness yeah definitely good background
2: (laughs) uh fast forward a few years and there's a fantastic story about the way that you two met i know you made a video about it i watched it was thoroughly Mm -hmm. entertained by it but i was wondering if you could kind of run through uh the story about how you two met
1: yeah (laughs) it was so unlikely
3: (laughs) so unlikely um it was five years ago and i was a freshman in college Shane had just graduated from college and I was living in Minnesota. Shane was living in Pennsylvania. So, you know, our paths never would have crossed, you know, no. in, in real life, whatever. <clears throat> um, but I saw a documentary that one of my favorite actors made about Shane. My favorite show is The Office. I'm obsessed with it. And Rain Wilson has a YouTube channel and made a video about Shane. And so I saw that and it linked to that blog and... I guess the, the nonprofit that you were running, like it was just about Shane's like professional life, basically, and personal life. And except for
1: all the parts where I talk about my like, penis.
3: I don't <laughs> remember the video at all. Is it about that? Well, about I, I,
1: I make a few jokes about it. That was where so I was. So not at. too professional. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's where you were But that
3: video was also old then. Like that wasn't when it came out. You saw it a few years after you yeah. came out. Yeah. Um, so you know, when I looked at the link to your like blog or whatever, it was much more recent. You were very mature, you know, doing stuff. Oh, was it? Yes. You seemed a lot more mature than in the video, I think. (laughs) And so I sent Shane an email, uh, which is like a very strange thing, at least for me to do. Like I had never reached out to someone on the internet before. (laughs) And I was like, I saw this video, like you seem, you know, really funny, great work. (laughs) And um, Shane responded the next day. And we began texting and then FaceTimed like two days later.
1: I gave him my number in my first response. Yeah. I was I was back again. I'm like, wow, I must have looked pretty desperate. No, it no. was a
3: really nice email. <laughs> um but I was like, hello, like texted him. And then we FaceTimed, I think two days later. Yeah. And like very quickly fell in love, basically.
1: Yeah. And like the distance was obviously something that we were like, oh, this is horrible. Super inconvenient. Why? Yeah. What are we doing here? But we also were like, I think we were in love Yeah like That was a few weeks in that we were like, all we want is to talk to each other Yeah All day long, like what's happening? It was
3: really inconvenient
1: So Hannah came to visit me in Pennsylvania
3: It was like two months later
1: Two months later, I think it was like May mm-hmm. of that year And uh, I was an hour late picking her up at the airport mm-hmm. um, I blamed Philadelphia traffic and uh, everything happened from there
3: Yeah
2: <laughs> The first FaceTime call lasted a second, I believe.
3: Yeah, Around I didn't a want to FaceTime. Shane wanted <laughs> to FaceTime. I mean, Rihanna
1: says that she is an introverted person that
3: it's weird for me to have reached out to you on the internet yeah she
1: really, i really didn't really... want to talk like i was
3: really just being like that you know this was a great video like i had no intention of like continuing to talk so when shane was like want to facetime i was like absolutely not
2: yeah yeah let's unpack that for a second because you went from uh like talking uh, one second facetime call to a youtube channel with 150 million <laughs> subscribers where you are in every single video I incidentally know. sitting on the exact same side as shane
1: and i have a Question about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> so oh, the,
3: there's a reason I always sit on this side.
1: Yeah, we can turn the camera and show. Oh, wait, Or is that not the it's reason? Not.
3: No, yeah. Oh, the arm. No, that's not the reason. It's because well, you lean this way. The
1: arms the new reason. The your arm. head
3: is like two feet further this way. If I sat on the other side, we'd have to put the camera way back there because then I would be like <laughs> this far away. from So
1: shape. it
2: keeps the heads closer together in the frame. Yeah. But also
1: now I have this robot arm. I, can you see it in your frame? I don't I think have so. The camera, but. Um, I have a robot on yeah, like, over here, and uh, it's like a wall on the left side of me now so. Right Breaking So I have
3: separation. to say here, yeah But it is weird that I'm in, I'm in YouTube videos now, when I, I, mean, I didn't want to FaceTime I didn't
1: believe it, like in our early FaceTimes <laughs> This
3: I, well, is so
1: mean Are you sure too I talk about Yeah, more? of course um, Like, it, it, I, I can tell by the way, Hannah was a very shy person mm-hmm. um, You know, I, I was a very extroverted person um, and so I led a lot of conversations with like questions and stuff like that, and I mean, I think the thing that that like, really touched me was I could tell how like nervous and uncomfortable Anna felt about kind of like extended conversation, but she was doing it because she like wanted us to have time together, yeah. you know, and like. Nice of me. How, yeah, so nice of you. How, how that turned into like a YouTube? I mean, you didn't want to do it, remember? Well, that, yeah, that
3: was two years later. So we dated long distance for two years. Then Shane moved to Minnesota my junior year of college. And, and we saw each other in that time. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah <laughs> we, I, we were really lucky that I was able to visit like almost every month besides when I studied abroad our longest time apart was like 4 months yeah. which was terrible but other than that we saw each other a lot and then Shane moved to Minnesota yeah. and 6 months after that when my junior year was over um, for the summer was when we started the channel so I had like you know a, there's a, a big time difference between the initial 1 second facetime and the the channel yeah. but I still didn't want to do it
1: I mean yeah when we talked about doing it Hannah was like, no way. Like I huh. uh, oh, we began filming like the the first clip where we're like, hi, I'm Shane. And Hannah was like, Hi, I'm Hannah. We had to take it like 30 mm-hmm. times because Hannah was, like Couldn't, you couldn't say it. my one uh-huh. line.
3: I, all I had to say was hi, I'm Hannah, and I couldn't say it. <laughs> it was terrible. But it also helped that we only thought a couple people would watch you know i just was imagining that like i was going to show it to my parents and that was it so it was fine if i had known that a lot of people would see it i would never have started the channel so it was nice that we eased into it because like six months into our channel we had four thousand subscribers Mm -hmm. so it was like a you know it was a a big growth but it was like pretty slow and steady and we were you know excited about it and then we hit like a hundred thousand like two weeks later after we did a collaboration so it happened quickly then but i was already like Comfortable.
1: I mean, yeah. Now I would say that like you going through college, yeah, really, you know, helped you open up. Like, yeah, I was, I was very
3: different two yeah. years into college. Yeah, sure. I think
1: that was really
0: important for that. Yeah. Do you remember at what point you decided? Okay, this YouTube channel is big enough that this is going to be
1: our thing. I don't know if we even feel that right now. <laughs> 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 YouTube know. is, I mean, it's amazing. But it, it also always feels like it could end at any moment. Like yeah. you know, we, we got in after the like the adpocalypse and like all that stuff. So we kind of only knew about that through articles that we'd read. Um, but it, it gave this feeling of like, this is not gonna be a
3: not stable. Not a stable
1: yeah. thing. Yeah. And I think you know I mean we feel much more comfortable with it as our career now because we've expanded into species engagements and other areas but um, it always feels like it's an end and like it's tended to be true
3: and when, when it grew really fast I was still in college that was yeah. still my, senior. it was the beginning of my senior year yeah. so we had that all of that time while I was still in school that it was like big and, and you know we felt like pressure to put out videos and we were really excited about it but it didn't feel like our career because yeah. I was also in school. Like I was really busy. Like you know, I wasn't looking for a job, so that you know, it was like a side project. And then when I graduated, I guess that was probably when we were like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. Yeah, by that
1: point, but yeah, by that point, it was, you know, it was paying the bills, and uh, we loved it enough that we wanted to keep doing it every day. Yeah, I think that's a really big part of it, like the the burnout factor. We definitely had moments along the way where. You know, the thought of getting a video up the next day ruined our night. Like, we were so just done with it. Yeah. Um, and somehow we got through that. And now we're at a point where we're like, yay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, somebody, as somebody who's been doing this for almost
0: 13 years now, it, it all of that is true with everybody. We all go through those highs yeah. and lows of YouTube and wonder if next week everybody's just going to abandon your (laughs) channel or what's going to happen yeah and then they come back and you're like oh yeah you're still there yeah (laughs) squirmy and grubs i should have asked you this at the very beginning i know i've heard the story where'd you come up with the name Squirmy and grubs
3: i remember when we were trying to make our channel for that very first video Mm -hmm. we were at shane's parents house on that road trip and then we actually uploaded the video from a hotel room like a couple days later but we were sitting there trying to come up with a name and we didn't want to use a wheelchair pun, oh. like, you know, I think he might have posted on Instagram, like, what should we call our channel? And people were like, uh, you know, wheel life with Shane, like with the wheel. <laughs> oh, with the wheel. We were like, nah, That would get
0: tiring real quick.
3: This. Uh-huh, we really didn't wheel want it to
1: be pun. Like,
3: <laughs> tiring.
1: Tiring. Tiring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we did yeah, do a little uh, research on like other similar channels. And they all had some kind of real pun, and we were just like, this is old uh, <laughs> So we picked the nicknames that we had given each other privately years before mm-hmm. And I'll let you explain why, why they are yeah. what they are Shane,
3: this is very early on, but Shane called me squirmy Because he claimed that I squirmed around in bed constantly and like kept him awake which is actually true because my parents always said, like, from when I was a little kid that I was a fidgeter. Yeah. Like I would fidget in bed. And so like if we were in a hotel, they would hear me like tossing and turning in my bed. So I I do kind of believe you, but you know, you were a little bit mean about it.
1: The bed that we used at my parents' house uh was small. Yeah. And so even the tiniest movement would send me flying around in the bed. And <laughs> Hannah just she's like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> overnight like she just rotates the whole night hmm. so i called her scrubby yep. because of that and then
3: i called shane grubs because i don't know if this is related to sma or not but his hands are always really sweaty just like grubby <laughs> <And> <laughs> Like your hands are always so grubby like whenever we would hold hands they were grubby so i called him grubs <laughs> <laughs> and again that
1: shows was like re- these are like slightly embarrassing nicknames but we never expected you know, hundreds of thousands of people to know yeah. what what they meant. So
2: <laughs> how do you treat your YouTube channel like internally when you think about putting a video out, is it for the purpose of other people to consume and you think about them, or is it still personal and you allow it to just get discovered how it gets discovered?
3: Ooh, mm, that's a good question. Yeah, I haven't really analyzed
1: that a lot. Um I did the drive in that force behind what we do is to improve the way society understands disability um, it's almost like a, a mission if you will, like a mission statement yeah. um, and so I think it, I say it wavers between those two that you just said yeah. um, you know sometimes we'll feel real passionate about a topic or um, an area of disability discourse that we want to put out and we like we know it won't do well like people don't care about marriage laws yeah. um, but we make the video because we know it's important and that it will educate some people and then other times um, we make videos because we know that they'll be fun for people to watch so
3: and i think if we look back at our early videos we can see the difference in how we acted on camera when we didn't have a lot of people watching. Like in our first couple of videos, we do stuff that is so embarrassing. Like just me, like doing a, a forward roll off the bed, like thinking that that would be funny. And like it's just a two second clip and I'm like excited about it. And then we move on to something else, like stuff we would never put in now. But I think like that, you know, people liked that about our channel. So sometimes we, we, Remember that and try to channel that sort of like it really does. just doing it for ourselves, yeah. which is how we started. You know, trying to put more of that in and not just thinking about like, how do we? You know, is this yeah. going to be embarrassing? How do we seem? Will people think this is funny?
1: But you know? yeah, I definitely think the the level of like scrutiny that we put on ourselves has increased dramatically. Yeah, and that's because now we're involved in all these very. Professional projects outside of YouTube that develop that came about because of YouTube, but like we had partnerships with large, very real companies, and you know we don't want them to see us acting like silly kids and be like, you know, maybe we won't hire you for next year, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think you, you have a good balance
0: to of all of that type of material on your channel. And for me, a lot of it is just relatability. And I think anybody watching your show can relate to your relationship. And it's also interesting to note just the minutia and the small details Learning these things that I didn't know. Like, for instance, you have to have a book under your foot these days. Are you still, do you still have to put the book? I don't, no, no. I finally allowed her
1: to uh, raise the foot footrest up. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but know, things like that
0: were, I think, I find this really interesting. And just the, the other day, you were shopping for a new, new wheelchair and it was kind of cool because it was kind of like going to a showroom and looking at all these different models of cars, yeah.
1: you know? It's,
3: it's... Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I um, I think that that, giving people that experience of disability We talk about this a lot in our speaking engagements I think a lot of the ignorance that's out there is because of that lack of experience And so by showing people these little everyday life things They become more and more comfortable with the experience of disability And hopefully that much less ignorant along the way you had the opportunity to be on Dr. Phil. I think it was back in
2: 2019, <laughs> and you, you turned it down. And uh, I have a larger question. Congratulations for turning down. Do- <laughs> We've turned down Dr. Phil as well. Um, uh, how do you navigate media opportunities, and how do you uh, figure out that balance between using the platform to amplify your message, and, and then walking that fine line to just kind of going on a
1: show to be a spectacle? The doc- the Doctor Phil experience was, but uh, really difficult because it, it was at this point where we were in the process of growing our channel, and that was like amazing. Like we, we couldn't believe it that people wanted us to come on their talk shows and like that we would reach a million people that way. Like it felt like an unbelievable opportunity, um, and then as we got. More of a sense of what the episode was about And how it would probably have a pretty negative message about disability That was our first real, that we had to listen inside ourselves And Mm -hmm. be like, what is important here? You know, popularity or the message that we're giving And I'm happy with the (laughs) decision that we made I mean, we still do that today, like we... I did learn a lot more... Up front with um outlets now, if they come to us and they say, Hey, we'd like to share your story, we immediately are like, Okay, you're not gonna make it into an inspirational, like, you know, this is amazing because he's in a wheelchair yeah. type deal. Um, we just let them know like we're gonna control the message. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you've got a lot on your plate, it sounds like. So Is Do you consider YouTube as just one component of your overall business? I know you run the Laughing With My Nightmare, Inc., the nonprofit, and how much of that takes up your time? How much time is devoted to the speaking engagements and all of that? We need to make a list
1: and like Write right down the percentages. That would be tough.
3: Well I think YouTube, we think of that as the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. At least I do. Yeah. I mean you also have laughing at my nightmares. So that's probably
1: that, that yeah. I'm not
3: really involved in that aside from like, you know
1: promoting it. On yeah. Your history, L- yeah, hearing about <laughs> it. I don't like I do any like, of the actual yeah. stuff. Yeah, that is like my nine to five. Um, you know, I run that company with my cousin Sarah. Um, and that takes up a good amount of my time um so I would say that and youtube are pretty useful to me um reduced these engagements uh which are in you know, a sale uh dramatically mm-hmm. uh, so that's becoming more and more of a thing um our book uh, yeah, i
3: that <laughs> we're supposed to be writing, we're working on it now. it's been slow going, but that's another you know part. Of-
0: How does that collaboration work how do you guys collaborate
1: on a book uh it's an odd process we maybe it's not odd i don't know i don't know how other people do it yeah (laughs) but uh we sit down hannah types usually and we just talk out loud together um you know hannah will say a sentence and i'll say oh yeah but how about um, this word. This word is different, and then I'll say a sentence, and Hannah will say, "You know that's terrible." I'll give you examples, um, but yeah, it's a very like we just talk to each other until we're happy with the it, right? chapter, it's been fun.
3: But it's funny because I'm much more of a like big picture. Like when I would write papers in school, I would <laughs> just like write the whole thing and then go through and you know, change words or whatever, but Shane wants every sentence to be perfect before we move on to the next sentence. So we've had to balance. I think it's good that, you know, we're the opposite because I'm thinking about what we're gonna say next and Shane's thinking about like very specific words. So it works well. And when you wrote uh, Strangers Assume My Girlfriend is My Nurse, Uh which is Shane's second memoir, I typed most of it over FaceTime. Shane would like dictate to me and I typed it for him. And I would do the same thing where I would be like, that word is not good. <laughs> so I think we, pra- I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't do like sentences and she stuff. Was
1: basically like a ghost that that book. Ever,
3: yeah. <laughs> um, so we had practice with that. Now it's just a little bit more like 50-50. That was yeah. a great
1: title for that book too. <laughs> Thank
2: you. Do the YouTube videos work the same way or do you kind of leave that to be a little, because like, you, you sometimes start videos where it, like, it, like you guys look like you just turn the camera
1: on and it's like, let's go.
3: They're mostly like that's that.
1: pretty, yeah, we very, very rarely write out any kind of outline ahead of time Mm-mm. and and that sometimes results in like arguments that we have to like stop filming yeah. and like take a minute. what are you talking
3: about? yeah, yeah. Like
1: when we did a topic, and you know, all day be like, we are not handling it that way, yeah, you know, something like that, uh it, thankfully, that doesn't happen often, yeah, yeah. um, what was the
3: question? Well, we like how we handle the video. I think we do come up with like general ideas together before mm-hmm. sitting down.
1: We have a list on our, our phones,
3: which we don't really use very much. But we so. always
1: add to it together, yeah, is my point. Like, we'll both have ideas here and there. And we'll say, Yeah, add it to the list.
3: Like, for our most recent video, when we were showing our backyard, the idea that we had was just to talk about our backyard. So we just turned the camera on, yeah. like, we didn't have any sort of outline other than that. And then we just talked to each other
1: Um, you know but ahead of time like in the day or two prior to filming we did have conversations where we were like how much should we show yeah um what aspects of it should we talk about and we didn't write any of that down but there were conversations we had yeah 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 those are important things to consider whenever you're
0: showing your house on youtube and you know being careful with that and you also had an amazing sponsored spot in that video for Raycon. And and I gotta ask you about those sponsored spots you do because you probably integrate those better than any channel I've seen. And what you did with this one was you sang a song, you guys wrote a song and it was fantastic. Don't sell are.
2: it. They did a whole bunch of like awesome B-roll shots. Oh my god! It was, y- there was you guys so-
0: put a lot of work into that.
1: It was, <laughs> that was really the moving. most
3: production value we've ever uh, had.
1: <laughs> it was also the most fun that we've had with an ad ever. Yeah. Um, although the HelloFresh Fresh ones that involves food, so that always fun as well. That's right. But true. Uh, we we try our best to not make the ads bore people to death. Like we watch enough YouTubers that we know like what it feels like to be sold to. Um and we, we only ever promote things that we love. Like uh, but we don't want people to be like, now I have to take two minutes out of my video that I was enjoying to watch the ad. Um so we try to make them funny and ridiculous. And that video uh came about because of the the part in the video where i'm tapping my foot or hannah is tapping it for me um that's like, brilliant more specifically <laughs> i i came to hannah and i was like all right i have an idea for the ad i'll sing it and hannah was like
3: i was excited you were
1: like what if we made it a music video and like you're tapping your foot or like i'm tapping your foot and we were like yes like that is So funny, and then we made the whole thing And like
3: the swinging around (laughs) you at the end Where I'm like (laughs) circling, that that was (laughs) You
1: should explain how you tried to do it with the table.
3: table, well, I yeah, we have like a table on wheels, and so my <laughs> it's my <a> desk. <laughs> it's a desk. Yeah, my vision for it was like you know in the movies where it, like the camera goes around, it's like steady and cool. <laughs> the we couldn't figure out how to like we're we're really not very good with technology. No, not at all. Because we couldn't figure out <laughs> how to like record that and then record Shane's voice separately. Um, so we just filmed the audio like live, like that was just me holding the phone. He was actually singing, and like oh, well, that was, was the no best thing. part. Yeah. I, I love it. So we couldn't use the table because it was too loud. Like rolling on the floor. <laughs> it, it would be really loud. So I had to just like run around Shane. That's why it's like all all unsteady. But I think it made it better.
1: Yeah, the, I think the the how the happiness
3: yeah. of the production
1: value is also uh, a fun part.
0: That's some of the best YouTube right there, because it's just not that polished production that you would see on TV or something. You know, I, I love this kind of content.
2: Like when a drone smashes into your window while you're filming something. Like it's <laughs> those types of things that really. <laughs> um, have you ever ditched a video? Have you ever been like in editing and it's like, whoa, this, this, no, this video can't for one reason or another, see the light of day. Ooh. No. I don't think
3: so,
1: I mean we certainly like, we did a whole series on intimacy And I mean, far and away people want to know about that topic of our relationship More than any other, and for a long time we personally agreed That we're not gonna talk about that, mm-hmm. we'll say that we are intimate And that we can do that, but we're not giving any details Cause it felt weird, like our parents and grandparents watch these videos, yeah. and I don't want like, my mom knowing how we have sex so uh, we decided not to, and then over, I don't know, two years, two years yeah. um, we, we talked to enough other disabled people who were like, you know, this is important Like people need to be educated about this topic, and you guys are kind of the top like, <laughs> relationship Disabled YouTubers like talk about it. Um, so we did, and creating the ideas for those videos, there was a lot of like, let's do this, and then no, 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 no yeah. way. Like, not comfortable. Just
3: refilming it. Yeah. Uh,
1: um, it was usually because I would go with too much detail, <laughs> and Hannah would be like, not putting it out online. Well, <laughs>
0: and you don't want to get demonetized from YouTube. <laughs>
2: Did your family pay attention to the warnings at the beginning of the video? I mean, you left a minute and a half worth of warnings at the beginning for family
1: and friends and anybody <laughs> not know, to I watch it. I don't know. They never like. Never they they watched. watched, and that would be weird if they were like they watched <laughs> about they watched. that sex video. I want to <laughs> about talk about that to you about yeah. Actually, questions. Uh-huh. Yeah, because
0: you, you actually did like like how we cuddle. With, and you, you, know, obviously you had clothes on, and everything, but it was, and you know, I think you're right. I think in a way, it's got to be a it had to have been a tough decision to know whether to cover that topic or not because people ask that. I'm not sure why it's so fascinating to people, and so you're kind of either damned if you do or damned if you don't. It's like, well, I, we should cover it, but then
1: again, why should we cover it? Yeah, yeah, I, I mean touch it. From the angle of people have all these questions And if we don't answer them, they're able to think whatever they want And tons of people comment on every video we make Saying there's no way they're intimate, yeah. Hannah is giving up a sex life right? And that has repercussions for other disabled people Because the idea that you know, prevails is that disabled people cannot have sex And that's not true um, and so that was kind of what led us to really dive into it. Yeah. <laughs> For people who are not uh, overly
2: technically savvy, uh, your words, uh, uh-huh. how did you go about learning how to edit and finding, uh, like, and piecing all of that together?
3: We used iMovie until about six months ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was just like, it came on the laptop, and they were like, this seems perfect. And that's, like, all we used.
1: I edited both. Had a very like simple understanding of iMovie from yeah. projects in college, yeah. like nothing like what you would make for class, basically. Yeah. edits ninety nine percent of what you You took a, a filmmaking class, did you?
3: I took yeah. It was like TV production. Uh-huh. Um, just for fun, and I used what what was the program I used Final Cut. Premiere I think. The other one premiere. Yeah, yeah, I used like an actual program in that <laughs> class, but I had forgotten all of it because it was my freshman year, and then two years later we did the channel, so yeah. like I had no idea how to do any of it anymore. So I like iMovie. I mean, I knew how to like cut and you know fade in. That's like all we did.
1: And if you like, even today, like our videos are not like cinematically no impressive in any way, Mm-mm. and we're fun with that because it's more about us and the story and the yeah. humor. Um, without our first. Like real camera, um, a year into the channel, I think yeah. prior to that it was all iPhones. That's
3: why the audio is terrible. You have to turn it all the way up on our first videos, and you can still barely hear it because <laughs> it was on like my iPhone like four or six, and so the microphone was terrible. We had no idea. Yeah, and people were like, "Your audio is really quiet." So then we eventually got an actual camera.
1: And at that point, it was a lot of like YouTube tutorials, how to use a. Canon, yeah. whatever we have, 70D. <laughs> uh, how to zoom? How to record audio?
3: So that's like all we do is we know. I know how to turn the camera on, and it's on the settings that it came with. It's like all
1: the <laughs> you know, We turned the
3: camera on and pressed record. I had no idea if we were supposed to change something, but it's. it's that's very- what
1: the auto setting is for. That's yeah, that's pretty, auto. Auto. that's
0: pretty much and how I've been I'm, covering it for years. But, like, even to this day,
1: we have moments where we have an idea for a shot. And we begin to do it and we're like, oh, the lighting doesn't work. And it, I'm sure anyone that knows how to use a camera would we'll be like, no, just adjust this. Right. And we're like, no, like
2: we can't film this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you guys think you're going to be uh, interested in doing any more of those kind of music videos or any of these little higher production videos like the Raycon spot?
3: I, mean, I think so. It, it was, was so really
1: fun. fun. Yeah, and like you said, like um, you know, all YouTubers that do this full time have stretches of time when like making videos feels more like a chore than like joyous. And that video we really like. It, Felt was, joyous. it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I hope hope we do more like that. Yeah. It takes a lot
2: more time, but mm-hmm. it is fun. So I've been making videos on our channel with my wife for over 10 years now. And yeah. my question is, what do you love about working with each other?
3: Aww. Aww. I mean, I think I never would have done YouTube without you, you know? Uh, and so I think my favorite thing about working with Shane is just that he is like, I think you're just like the the more forward person, you know, it's it- like you, you know, you're so like outgoing and talkative and I can just like chime in. Like I think that we just balance each other really well. It just works really well. And you handle all of like the stuff that I don't want to do, like all the emails. Shane like, you know. Does That's the
2: of real that. secret. Is, uh-huh. is finding what each person does well and then having yeah. the person not have to do the thing.
1: Which,
3: Organizing uh... and all of that stuff. And
1: it's perfect because Hannah really enjoys the editing and that yeah. aspect, I hate that. Like I don't want to be bothered with that. Um, so that works really well. and then. About what like our dynamics on camera, it's kind of like our, it shows our dynamics in our relationship in real life. And the thing that I love about our relationship is that we can kind of spitball a conversation and makes each other laugh and have fun, just like joking around about things. I don't, I don't know how to describe that, but. When we're talking about something, Hannah will chime in and make me laugh, and then I'll play off of that, and Hannah will play off of that, and it's just really fun to talk to each other. Yeah. And on the channel, that works really well. So yeah. And you kind of realize it's like, wait, we're like, we do this for a living. That's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: You guys make a good comedy team. Really, it was like <laughs> you've got Shane and then you've got uh, like, Hannah's like the straight man there, you know. Like, <laughs> exactly. Shane, have you ever thought about doing stand-up?
1: And yes, pun intended there. But <laughs> I've never heard that one, actually. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I would love to. That's like one of my, you know, someday I'll I'll try that out. Um, for a long period of time, I said to everyone, like, that's who I want to be. When I'm older as a stand-up comedian, um, and then for a long period of time I had a lot of issues with my mouth, um, the muscles in my mouth And talking for more than like a minute was very, very difficult So you can see how that would make stand-up comedy difficult um, Now I'm on tre- treatment for my disease that allows me to have a lot more energy A lot more strength and. I'm back to the point where I feel like I to confidently get up in front of an audience and talk nonstop for however long my set was, but I don't know. Yeah, it's a, a dream someday.
0: <laughs> that medication that you're on seems to be almost a miracle. I saw the video, I guess, a few years ago, a couple of years ago, where you were doing... Injections into your spine and I know Hannah was like a nervous wreck every time that it was like every couple every few months or something Right. You had to have those horrible yeah, every, every four months. Yeah. Yeah, it was and four now months. it's a it's an oral oral drug, right?
1: Yeah, so that was a big change. I mean the 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 first one was a big change because prior to that there were no treatments to my disease and Since my disease is progressive, I had a very uncertain outlook on my future. Like, I didn't know how much strength I would have in 10 years. So, the fact that that first treatment kind of halted the progression was like huge and uh, a big moment. And then, you know, doing the injections, it became like, this is amazing, but it's also horrible. Uh, You know, they were painful and scary and um just a lot to deal with and uh so then when the oral meditation came around it was like this is awesome yeah. uh yeah it's so cool
0: and hannah i know you guys have a swimming pool now oh. in your brand new house which we oh. all got to see for, especially from the drone shots up <laughs> above I, I seem to recall you were a competitive swimmer is that it was that in college and do you still do any type of i don't know structured swimming
3: yeah i was a competitive swimmer from when i was 5 all the way through college so that was like my aside from school that was like the biggest part of my life like even my child <laughs> yeah definitely bigger than school um that yeah that was definitely the biggest part of my life so when that ended after college I mean, I was like kind of done with it. It had been like 19 years. And so I was like, but that seems good enough. And I haven't done any structured swimming. They have like master's programs, which is just like a swim team for adults, basically. Um, Which I have not done any of that. But I'm really excited to have our pool. The pandemic
1: kind of messed up here. You were were about it. I was thinking about it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, because I have some friends from college who were on the swim team also. And we're going to like, we were all going to do a master's group together. Um, And then the pandemic happened. So that stopped, but... Maybe I'll still do that someday, you
1: yeah. know. We measured our pool and it's like almost the regulation competitive length. Right? Yeah. So for the first few uh laps, hair hey, is gonna be bouncing your head off the end
0: wall. Is there a stroke that you specialize in?
3: Um, I was a breaststroker. That mm-hmm. was my my college stroke. It changed through the years, but yeah.
0: That's like the most Takes the most energy to do that one, isn't it? I <laughs> I think just, butterfly. It just looks exhausting. I think oh, butterfly,
3: butterfly is the one that takes. That's what you know. I cannot do butterfly, I hated butterfly. Uh, but brushstroke is is a, is a hard one for a lot of people. It's just a weird shape. When I
1: watch Russia, I'm like, How are they moving? I know. Like, well, how is she going forward right now? I don't understand the physics. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, what do you do to relax and unwind when you're not doing literally what you're doing right now? When everything needs to be turned off, no business, no emails, no nothing. What are your What are the things that you enjoy doing? That's a big problem
1: for me. Oh yeah, that's, a, that's an ongoing topic in our relationship.
3: Mm-hmm. Shane's work <laughs> ethic it's a little too strong. I think mean, mine's a little too weak, and his is a little too strong. So, um, I we watch a lot of like shows. We've been really enjoying. Picking shows that happened a while ago that are like you know a bunch Long. of seasons yeah. and then we just watch the whole thing. We just finished Lost, yeah. which I had never seen before. Um, what did we watch before that? We did another one. Oh, The West Wing. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. So we've been really enjoying like our our nighttime TV time during the pandemic. That's like all we do at night.
1: I think prior to the pandemic a big a thing that we really love and bond over is food, sure. um, and here in Minneapolis, is a Great food scene, um, so we would try new restaurants. Yeah, and uh, we'd go
3: like, to plays a lot. Oh yeah, we really like that. Oh yeah. I forgot about plays. Things we used to do. <laughs> I know.
1: Um. Yeah. Or just
3: sitting outside. We really like being outside. You know.
1: Yeah, and now we're gonna just swim every day. So yeah, never <laughs> to
0: And what's the what's the swimming like in Minnesota? <laughs> Is that gotta be
1: like one yeah, you know, like month one day a year? No, I mean, I don't really know. I It's still cold here. Like, it's, well, today's warm. Today, but... I
3: think today is the first day where it's going to be, like, above 60s from now on. I don't think it's going to go back down, but you it's just, been cold. You say that. I'm pretty sure. It's
1: going to snow next week. We're almost
3: in June. Like, it's going to, It's it can't be.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. what us in the northern regions talk about all the time. So, yeah, it's May 2-4. Usually in and around May 24th is when it starts getting warmer. Yes, yeah, uh-huh. so we're right in
1: around that last frost day. <laughs> I'm glad to hear, so... Hopefully, we can use it a little bit more than otherwise. Yeah. We'll see.
3: Yeah.
0: What does that feel like to you, Shane, swimming, being out in the water
1: with Hannah? I love it. I have a float that holds my head above the water. So once I have that on, I can just dangle in the water (laughs) and uh, I can move my arms and legs. Significantly more in the water than I can on land, and great exercise, great range of motion. Um, yeah, it's just it feels good. And then I I think my my favorite part of swimming is just being like out in the sun afterwards, and like I love being warm and being outside. So, the whole ambiance of the, the situation is what I really enjoy.
2: Uh, i just wanted to share three things which i learned while binging on your videos because before Uh, a guest comes on i really like to immerse myself in all of their content and just three random things it's not supposed to be funny but three random Uh, things that i picked up that i just wanted to share with you since i have you here uh the first one uh was um shane got his disease by being bitten by someone who had the disease i didn't (laughs) know that about a lot lot of people don't know that The second point is Hannah probably edits the most amount of burps out of YouTube videos. (laughs) Apparently once food is eaten, there's a lot of burps to be edited out. (laughs) And lastly, and I really, the whole reason why I brought this up is because I heard this one line and you just passively said it, but it stuck with me since I heard it. And you said that syrup is just bread gravy. And I've never (laughs) heard something so accurately described and I think it should be changed to bread gravy. (laughs) No. Uh, what is next for Squirmy and Grubs?
1: We're never going to answer in this. No. Uh, we take things very one month at a time. Um, our wedding. Our wedding. Our
3: real wedding.
1: That's, that's really going to happen.
3: That, that's going to happen. It has to happen.
1: What we was your other, happen. your
0: your real, your first your wedding? <laughs> what am I trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> your real wedding. You yeah. got married in, in December, right? Was it? It was in September. September. Yeah. Or September. And that, so that was just like the two of you, an official, and then you had a Zoom broadcast?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was obviously very different than we expected. Thank you, pandemic. <laughs> um, I mean, it was, it was lovely and it was a very special moment for us. But we obviously have a lot of friends and family that we want to celebrate with together. So we were able to postpone our venue for this year uh, later in the summer and we're very behind on the plan of all that
3: cause yeah, <laughs> we haven't been sure if it's gonna happen yeah you know just with you know the uncertainty of everything going on so now we have a couple of months and nothing has been planned but that's that's kinda next it's happening
1: and then we're hoping to finish up our book this year which um, is called interabled love stories and we're interviewing about 30 other couples where one or both members live with a disability and sharing their love stories and so hopefully that will wrap up this year it's a big project but it's been fun yeah um i'm looking forward to reading that one thank you we'll see we'll keep making videos yeah swimming
3: a lot of swimming
1: (laughs) If you would like to
2: learn more about Shane and Hannah's journey, or if you would just like to go and say hello, hello, and go check out their show, you can do so by finding them on YouTube by searching for Squirmy and Grubs. You can learn more about Shane's nonprofit, Laughing at My Nightmare, which provides vital equipment to people living with muscular dystrophy and is also dedicated to teaching children the importance of inclusion. You can learn more at laughingatmynightmare.com. If you find yourself laughing at this podcast, perhaps you'd like to go over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating, leave us a review. It really helps support the show and it helps make me and Steve feel warm and fuzzy inside. Thanks for listening, everyone.